coming up in this episode of Can You Believe It? Man, did you see that, that <laughs> yeah. wedge shape? That was incredible. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. It shot a white beam onto the ground next to me. You watch him in that press conference and he's just having a ball. He yeah. is loving it. He yeah. is. Yeah. He is Absolutely. the funniest bastard around. Can I just like take a moment, just a bit of a break, to just say meth, not even once? <laughs> <laughs> UFOs in the skies, Illuminati's controlling your life. Can you believe it? Rob circles and Jesus toast. The time that Kesha fucked a ghost. Can you believe it? Can you And welcome to another episode of Can You Believe It? My name is Matt Neal. Uh, we are coming to you live from a uh, lounge room in suburban Geelong. Uh, and I'm joined by my very special guests. I'm joined by a man with an incredibly manicured mustache, the Colonel. Uh, good evening, Matthew. Uh, it's, a, it's a pleasure to be here uh, in Geelong. And uh, the man who is paying the rent on this lounge room uh, and the couch that we're sitting on, Brady Jones. Put a coaster under that. <laughs> Do you have coasters? <laughs> Just this moving box. Uh, and uh, tonight's episode, uh, who, who is uh, our sponsor for tonight's episode? <coughs> oh, uh, we've got a really special one tonight, um, Matt. We had a uh, company get in touch with, uh, with uh, me during the week. Um, it's an emergency, uh, emerging industry. Um, uh, the company's called Limo You Don't. And basically what they do is uh, they allow for you to say you've got a friend who is maybe, you know, uh, uh, you, you want to take him down a couple of pegs. You just call up Limo You Don't. You order a limo around in their house, and then when they rock up, they go, oh, here, here, here's your limo. And they go, oh, wow, limo for me. And then as they go to get in, they drive off. Limo You Don't. <laughs> I know it's, it's it sounds quite comedic, but um, it's a, it's a, it's a really growing industry in America, and um, yeah, so I'm really excited to have them on board. Very good, thank you for that, Colonel. All right, let's uh, let's dive straight into this dumpster fire, shall we? On March 13, 1997, at around 6:55 p.m. in Henderson, Nevada, on the fringes of Las Vegas, a young man reportedly saw six lights moving in a singular formation through the night sky. The unnamed man, in the written report he submitted to the National UFO Reporting Centre five days later, said the lights formed a large V-shaped object about the size of a 747 that generated a sound like the rushing wind. It approached from the northwest and flew in a straight line to the southeast until it disappeared from view. This is the first sighting out of several thousands in an incident now known as the Phoenix Lights. We all heard. We, all, we know that we've heard of the Phoenix Lights. I am, I am familiar with the, yeah. with okay, the Phoenix. So I, I actually used to live uh, in in Phoenix. So, yeah. Do you want to tell us about your glorious gridiron career and all those things? No, no, no. Oh, okay. I'll, um, I'll, 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 I'll leave that. I'll leave that for the um, for, for the bio. Um, okay. But uh, yeah. Uh, the sightings relate to what appears to be two separate incidents spread over three hours and about 500 kilometers and it's regarded as the largest mass UFO sighting on record. Some estimate about 20,000 people witnessed the event. Well, that's that's just open shut then, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Can you believe it? 
Why are we even I doing believe this? it. I believe yeah. it already. Well, thanks, everyone. It's, it's been a great been episode. Real, uh, <laughs> good podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. Soon after the sighting in Henderson, there were sightings in Prescott and Dewey, largely reporting five or six lights moving in a V formation. In the months that followed, many people would claim to see the lights, saying they moved quickly, silently, and that they didn't show up on radar. A second set of sightings began a little while later, several hundred kilometers further south, with people claiming to see five or more lights gliding, also in a V or wedge shape, or perhaps a line. Many watched the lights until they disappeared behind mountain peaks to the south. Or some people claimed that they just sped off. One group of witnesses claimed the objects had seven lights and stopped over them, hovering for five minutes before moving on to the south. The lights then stopped again, fired a white beam of light at the ground before disappearing from view as the seven lights dimmed and then went out. A former police officer in Paulden, Arizona, said he saw five reddish or orange lights flying through the sky to his west. Four of the lights moved in tight formation with a fifth light trailing behind. The former policeman noted that each light appeared to actually be two separate orange lights. Right, so th- at this stage there's already a report from somebody who's trained in, you know, observation and he has stated that he's seen five lights was it yeah are we talking about the police officer yeah, for, yeah. a former police officer yeah mm. are we, we're going to bring into question so, the integrity of american <laughs> police officers <laughs> no, no, no. no 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 i'm just no, i'm was... just making the, the this this the fact statement that oh, a trained what? observer has observed this and that is what is reported correct uh, yes, I guess, I guess, yeah, I guess so, yeah. Thank you. Why do you always do this? <laughs> no, let him set himself up to fail. I'm not, I don't have a problem with that. Now, see, why would you just go away and, and give away the ending like that? I'm not Come giving on. away anything. This is going to be an interesting discussion, and I'm very interested to see the points you guys raise All, about this. Already, I don't believe the police officer. Because, as we know, they probably would have just shot wildly into the sky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's right. <laughs> just get this like this chief wig of like, <laughs> light them up, boys. There's not, yeah. There's because he left out the bit where he shot at it. It's obviously, it's not true. <laughs> Isn't there? There've been like multiple occasions where the American government have have had to like. Uh, announced to the people like don't shoot planes or like <laughs> unidentified flying objects that you see I've seen reports of like there are, uh, where it's tornado season there are tornadoes coming don't shoot at the tornado <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean it'd be on a list like probably top 10 things that I'd want to do at a tournament. Shoot, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just top 10 things of anything you'd like and to do. And the survey says, ding! <laughs> okay, the, uh, the lights were also seen by two air traffic controllers and several pilots at an airport in Phoenix, both on the ground and in the air from the east. Uh, another former pilot who was on the ground in Scottsdale in northeast Phoenix claimed the lights changed direction as they approached. Mm. So mm. I'm so on board already. Yeah, you, we're so on board with the UFOs. Yeah. That's what we're doing here. One family driving north to Phoenix from Tucson said <coughs> they drove under the lights and assumed it was a giant craft so huge that the lights on each wingtip were only visible out of one side of the car. So you look out one side of the car, you can still only see one wingtip. Yeah, you can look I, out the other side, you can see that. Dude, I, I've seen Star Wars. I understand. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> 
They estimated they drove at a steady pace for a minute or two and were still under the object, such was its immense size. <clears throat> Some of the witness statements vary wildly. One group of witnesses claimed to have seen a large disc streak at high speed to the west over Phoenix. Others report peculiar orange fireballs, sorry, fireballs in quotes, which appeared to hover in the sky for hours. Some people saw five lights, some saw seven, some saw more. Some said the lights were orange or red or white or yellow. Some said the lights were moving fast, some said slow, and some said they hovered. Yeah, so I saw a whole bunch of lights, like three lights, <laughs> like maybe seven lights, maybe like 26 lights. They were green for sure, or red, or orange, or maybe yellow. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I mean, like I said, it did a loop over me. <laughs> I have been drinking a lot that day. <laughs> mm. I'm just, we're just, just pointing out that the the events, the accounts of this event do vary quite wildly. And I will say from the start here, I of all the ones I've researched so far, I've done, I found, used the most sources. For this one, out of any of the that's because things. twenty thousand people. But yes, this saw is this true. thing, right? And yeah. also, like, uh, yeah, getting acquainted with with um, the geography of Phoenix and stuff, and they're talking about these little towns and trying to figure out and airport bases and stuff. There's, do you know how many airports? Oh, yeah, I'm gonna get to this later. Yeah. There's airport bases everywhere in America. But already in those couple of accounts, mm. there feels like there's been a few people who are like the one uppers, like. Man, did you see that that yeah. wedge shape? That was incredible. Yeah, I saw it. It shot a white beam onto the ground next to me. So and like then it. what looked like Spock appeared before me and had his phasers stun me and I was stunned. They hung out the window and said, you, cool. (laughs) So funny that you've raised that point because that's going to become a point later on. Of course it is. Uh, One of the calls to the National UFO Reporting Center came at 3.20am, about six hours after the bulk of the sightings. The caller claimed to be an Air Force pilot from Luke Air Force Base and he reported two US Air Force F-15C fighters had been scrambled from the base in an attempt to intercept the objects. Two days after his call, he rang again, claiming he was being transferred to Greenland. He was never heard from again. Well. <laughs> so, so hey, that's... There's two ways to really view that. Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's quite obvious that um, the government obviously <laughs> intercepted his communication, knew that mm. he was a risk... And they had to move him away, mm. otherwise he was going to squeal on w- whatever UFOs were there. Yes, Can or I... he was a crank caller and did that so they'd never call him back. Uh, <laughs> I don't think the evidence supports that. <laughs> Can I just like take a moment, for just a bit of a break, to just say meth, not even once? <laughs> <laughs> 20 years later, actor Kurt Russell claimed he was piloting a small plane to Phoenix with fellow actor Oliver Hudson on the evening of March 13 and saw the formation of lights over the airport. Yeah, no horseshit, Jack. <laughs> Russell said he reported the lights to air traffic control who told him they weren't showing anything on the radar. Mm. If Kurt Russell is on board, I, that's I, it, I'm done. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to duck out. I'm gonna head <laughs> you guys do the rest of it. But if Kurt Russell is Snake Plissken on board... Snake Plissken has given it his yeah, approval. Snake Plissken, Jack Burton, fucking... I'm, I'm with him. I'm with him. Isn't it so bad that we've just heard from like air traffic controllers, air force pilots, <laughs> former policemen, Kurt Russell saw it. Yeah. So we're all. Well, yeah, <laughs> Kurt Russell saw it. 
you know, like, he makes wine now. <laughs> I, you know, I, I like the fact though that there's another actor in there, Oliver Hudson. Do you know who Oliver Hudson is? The, name, the name sounds really familiar. Yeah. Okay. I, Kurt Russell's daughter is Kate Hudson. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I can't help but think that maybe they're related. That was never mentioned in anything I researched, but Oliver Hudson is on that. What's that fucking show with? Um, David Spade and the guy that was the, um, the news one. The no, 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 not um, just shoot me. Um, What's the other one with David Rules of Spade? Engagement yes, or that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. So Oliver Hudson is the main guy on that show. Yeah, right. Yeah. So no one cares. This is yeah, the yeah. point I was getting to. I, I don't believe so much anymore. Yeah. Time no. no, yeah. <laughs> to call this whole account into question. <laughs> uh, there was very little coverage of the event in the following days, partly because. The number of reported sightings at the time was actually quite low. While there are a huge amount of sightings listed on the National UFO Reporting Centre website, which there's some fun reading if you want to yeah. deep dive for a long time. Let me just just, just stop you there, mm-hmm. though, Matt. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the times, I think uh, UFO uh, witnesses are afraid to report their their stories um, because you know. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith will come along and make them, you know, look into that thing, <laughs> and they'll forget about it. And um, it's it's not a uh, pleasant experience. That's, and that's a very good point. Colonel. I think very now I've seen the doco. There's three of them. Now uh, is the time where where we look whether Kurt Russell auditioned for Men in Black. Yeah. <laughs> or oh, what he had. Yeah. <laughs> He's going for the Tommy. <laughs> I would have been good in the Tommy Lee Jones yeah, yeah. role there. Yeah, yeah, shit, yeah. 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 Um, so while there are a huge amount of sightings listed on the National UFO Reporting Center website, and even allowing for the belated updating of the website's list, because it sort of only came online years after this, the vast majority were filed long after the event, with many coinciding with screenings of documentaries about the Phoenix Lights or mentions of it in media many years on. Well, that, that, you know, that's that's pretty normal. Like, uh, you, you know, you're prompted, perhaps, mm, to that's like recall. like stoppers. You know, it might have been like a traumatic experience and you've sort of repressed it a little bit and then you see the documentary about the Phoenix Lights and you go, hey, I remember my sighting now. They shot yeah. a beam of light down and Spock was there. <laughs> yeah, why didn't I think of that? Yeah. <laughs> well, recently. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's right. It was the most incredible thing I've ever seen. <laughs> what did I think of it before? Just to be that guy, though, what if this is such a mass sighting thing, you'd kind of assume that it's going to be covered by everyone else. It's that kind of bystander effect in that... Why should uh, I? I, I won't yeah, go look, help because someone else yeah. will. Yeah. That's a common fallacy because uh, what actually happens is the Don't American government have got their tendrils into the media, and so they yeah. they're manipulating the the mass media to not report on you know the visiting aliens. All right, calm down, crazy. The, calm down, crazy look, people. The tinfoil in me knew as soon as it wasn't on the media. Like this is hundred percent legit. Yeah. Like, sorry. Yeah. So the only coverage at the time was by local news outlets so a few local tv stations in out of phoenix uh, phoenix area radio stations uh, and one of the local papers called the prescott daily courier there were other other papers as well but the prescott daily courier articles quotes the national ufo reporting center director peter b davenport who states the center received more than a dozen calls so more than 12. He hasn't said received about 20 calls. It's somewhere between 12 and 20, I'm going with here, about objects in the sky, which were spread over more than 350 kilometers. The county sheriff's office at Yavapai 
said they received some calls regarding low-flying objects. The Federal Aviation Administration only received calls from people wanting to know if anyone had seen any UFOs, but no actual reports of any flying objects. So, <laughs> so like, how often do they get those calls? You know? that's, so that's either the media going, hey, have you had any calls? Or as people they just ring up the Federal Aviation Administration quite yeah. regularly to go, have you seen any UFOs? Yeah. Hey, uh, I'm recording this conversation. Hey, uh, it's Bill here again. Um, <laughs> I know I called like uh, 15 minutes ago, but I just wanted to know, uh, I just ducked out for a second to go to the shop and I just came back and I just wanted to know whether maybe there'd been any UFOs uh, in the last 15. No? Okay, cool. Uh, I'll, talk, uh, I'll talk to you soon, okay? Bye. <laughs> the Daily Courier article also reported that one of the calls to the National UFO Center hotline claimed the Luke Air Force Base in West Phoenix scrambled two jets to investigate which filmed footage of the objects before returning to base. Never understood that term scramble. Like, why do you scramble jets? Mm. Wouldn't you be just like your launch jets? When or? you know exactly where it is. Yeah, scramble <laughs> seems like a very stupid term to describe like sending, you know, multi-million dollar aircraft to, to a location. <laughs> yeah, so, it's more I, like they hard-boiled two jets to investigate. Yeah. Oh, right. oh, come there on now. You can get out of my house Okay. Now. <laughs> Uh, so uh, one poached. pilot one pilot was obviously I nearly said poached but I went uh, hard boiled poached, it seemed like po- poached a couple of jets today yeah so that actually ha- yeah has yeah, a meaning sounds, that sounds good such a shit yoke <laughs> you just won. okay let's stop let's stop let's stop you just won one downed my joke <laughs> one pilot was reportedly visibly shaken and the base went into lockdown okay, okay. so this is this is the, the claim it was made to Here's our the, the report, UFO reporting. Here's center. our hard yeah. evidence. Yep. Yeah, cool. but if it was hard real, we would a bit of a strong term there. I'm just no, no, say. yeah, no. Let's uh, let's agree on that. <laughs> Why haven't we seen the video though? <laughs> <laughs> it has been released on the internet, and I have watched it, and it is. It shows nothing. There's nothing conclusive about it or indicative of anything. It's yeah, but were you some, able? To, were you able to explain w- it with your rational mind? Well, it, it yes, yes, because yes, you were. it doesn't show you any location or anything. There's no context to it. It's two lights in the sky, mm. and it looks like it's filmed from a jet, and then and that's it. They, they don't do anything, that, and that, that's that, that's. But I mean, all. this is just your statement. What <laughs> movies have you <laughs> been in? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> you, I haven't been in any Men in Black movies, so I, you yeah. have no idea what size trouble there will be in. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah. This is it. I wasn't in Overboard, so I have no credit there. The Daily Courier, uh, Daily Courier reporter Laura Hinchy contacted Luke Air Force Base, where the media spokesperson said they had received no calls about UFOs didn't send out any jets and didn't put the base into lockdown. Yeah, likely story. We do not respect we do not respond to something like this and we do not fly in the evening, the spokesperson said. <laughs> no American army doesn't fly in the evening. Look, I, I would suspect that if there was a war on, then yes, they would fly in the evening. But do they do they run training things out of do they Come they, on now. You do space? not believe that. I, Surely you do not believe that the American um, army, uh, the American Air Force don't fly planes at night time. I would think that... What is that, like, the worst military tactic ever? (laughs) (laughs) And that's five o'clock. All right, wrap it up, guys. Yeah, guys, guys. Oh, they're still shooting at us. Never mind. There's a good day of war. Uh... (laughs) Here's a question for you. An Air Force base in Phoenix, where there's people there every day, what are they doing every day? Well, they're working to communicate with the aliens. 
<laughs> Obviously. Mm. But seriously, like if you worked at an Air Force base that's in like, you're not on a border, you're not on the ocean, you're inland. But there's still... What, what are you doing? There's doc? still a pretty decent security detail because you've got just fucking crazies who want to get into that shit. Yeah. Not and I mean it's yeah, right. not it's no not reason, really interesting. No reason to be flying planes at night for that. So yeah, keep going. But <laughs> okay, still. okay, I, I, here I've, I've got the answer for you, right? So yeah. the machinery that the American Army and Air Force Navy use costs millions of dollars. Um, it's like highly uh, complex. Uh, it needs to be maintained. It needs to be oiled <laughs> and maintained at all times. Yes, and that's gonna that's <laughs> gonna take a lot of time yeah and I think that's what Air Force bases do all the time Most is they're the just time. looking after the shit they've got when mm. there's they're not right. bloody Independence not. Day happening and no. bloody yeah when that happens they will fly at night until then there's not really any point to be flying at night is there I mean mm. training exercises it's not like they can't fly I'm at glad, night like, I'm glad you mentioned w- that what about yeah. you know uh, how else do they spray chemicals on us you know when <laughs> they've they got to do that at night time <laughs> well, well they just came out of just every plane just maybe oh, when, yeah, chemtrails, yeah. Yeah. when they're bombing countries that don't have such a harsh curfew <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah so everyone has to go to bed at six o'clock <laughs> what are you doing out of bed America <laughs> uh, just getting a snack what are you, what are you doing are that? you gonna bomb what are you, are you gonna that? bomb Iran? What are you doing near that no. fighter jet? What are you doing near the fighter jet? No, 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 nothing. I was just got taking a walk in where, the evening air. Where were you, Terry? <laughs> I've um, been worried. Just, sick. Uh, had a couple of beers with the friends. <laughs> you, were out, you were out bombing countries again, weren't you? Yeah. Yes, I was out bombing countries again. Why, why have you got your helmet with you? <laughs> uh, we were. Just a beers. <laughs> it's a beer helmet. It's to protect me from uh, getting too drunk. It's my phone dome. <laughs> the calls from reporters such as Hinchy and from UFO nuts slash investigators. That's a little bit biased. No, no, I've gone both. I ends, I've said both ends of the spectrum here: nuts and investigators. So there's the legit ones who are doing it properly, and then there's the ones See, who now you, might not be doing you're it. You're coloring the evidence. You're, I'm you're, not you're, you're painting the anything. evidence in a particular way, so our audience are starting to think about this story in a certain way. You know? okay, okay. Just watch I, it. I retract. Right? Just I, watch I, retract it. I retract that, Your Honor. I'll go back. Okay. The calls from the calls from reporters such as Hinchy and UFO enthusiasts. Thank you. Did spark one person to do some digging, though. After receiving, quote, one too many UFO calls, end quote, public affairs officer for the Arizona National Guard, Captain Eileen Beans. Eileen Beans? It doesn't even sound like a real name. That is terrific. That doesn't sound like a real name. Eileen Beans. It might be Beans. It might be Beans. But I think it's Beans. That's going to be the next episode's advertising. (laughs) (laughs) Try Eileen Beans. (laughs) Now with ham sauce. Eileen Beans launched an investigation. So she's just, she's a, the, basically the comms person for the Arizona National Guard. Mm-hmm. While Arizona's military... Spin doctor. <laughs> okay. I, look, I worked as a comms, I worked as a spin doctor for two months, so I... I you're, you're probably right. Yeah, yeah I'm totally right. While, while Arizona's military bases had been saying there were no planes in the air that night, which was correct, they hadn't checked for visiting aircraft. And this is where Beans found about found out about Operation Snowbird, which brings aircraft from bases in the northern United States to the warmer southern states from November till April 
for training exercises. Even though they don't fly at night. Mm. But they do for this. Oh. This is, this is the oh. high-end stuff. Right. So a flight schedule from Davis Monthan Air Force Base in Tucson showed a squadron of planes from Snow- from Operation Snowbird mm-hmm. left at 8.15 p.m. on March 13 and returned at 10.30 p.m. Yep. Right. Where have you been? that's the end of the episode alright there we go they flew A-10's aka Warthogs in formation out of Davis Monthan Air Force Base and dropped high intensity flares over the Barry M Goldwater bombing range near Phoenix before heading back to Tucson spokesman for Luke Air Force Base confirmed that the Maryland plans were authorised to use Maryland planes were authorized to use the Barry Goldwater range from 9:30 p.m. to 10 p.m. on March 13. This information was released in May 1997, so uh, two months after the fact. At this mm-hmm. point, okay. Yep. On June 18, 1997, so we're three months and a couple of days after, USA Today ran a front-page pointer story about the Phoenix Lights, complete with an image concocted by witness Tim Lay of a V-shaped aircraft with five lights on it concocted um explain created so this so this guy created a digital image his um in digital interpretation of what right okay okay so lay had been pushing the story hard between march and june he appeared on a tv show strange universe and also given uh, a couple of tv news interviews uh, including one on june 13 just five days uh, before usa today triggered the national interest his computer-generated image of the V-shaped space spacecraft, supposedly replicating what he saw on March 13, is the image most commonly associated now with the Phoenix lights, and is often displayed without any attribution to the fact that Lay made it on his computer. So we, you see that a lot now. You, you Google I, it, yeah, it comes, yeah. and you <clears> see <throat> this picture of like a, mm. a hard V-shaped thing with five lights on it. So yeah. this is it's like a boomerang. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. but a bit sort of pointier. Yeah. Uh, um, I, so, I, will, I will concede that that, that happens quite a lot yeah. with, with these sort of stories. So th- this guy, he made that image and then he, I, 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 I assume he sold it, but he might not have, but he, it's he like, provided um, it to USA Today. It's, it's like NASA and, and the um, showing that the world is, is a globe uh, with their constructed images. <laughs> mostly, isn't it? It's mostly like that. <laughs> oh, God. Here we go again. Let's not not play into your baltards. You, you baltards? Is that the term? Yeah, that's what we call you. Yeah, uh, right. Uh, I call you a po. Flat po. The USA, the USA Today story went the 1997 equivalent of viral. The, <laughs> Sorry, I'm just so glad I got bored. You said flat tard, didn't you? Uh, no. You should have said flat tard. I think that. What did F- you say then? Um, flat folk. <laughs> flat folk. Right. But I think like flat heads would have been. But that's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The USA Today story went the 1997 equivalent of viral. The ABC and NBC ran stories. Other print media picked it up, and suddenly the Phoenix Lights had national attention. Three months after the fact. Such was the media scrutiny that the following day, Thursday, June 19, 1997, a press conference was held by Arizona Governor Fife 
Symington the third. There was a lot of hype about it too, wasn't there? Like it, well, the yeah, fact that it's, you know it was like an official government organization acknowledging this thing that say twenty thousand people had kind of come out and. You know, well, yeah, there okay. was. Yeah. It wasn't 20,000 people by that stage. But, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But, but this, yeah, is where, quite a lot. this is where the first point where the media has kind of has actually really latched onto, onto it in an, on a national scale. Uh, and all of a sudden, all reporters are just coming to Phoenix. And yeah. Shit's getting out of hand. And so the Arizona governor has said, I'm going to hold a press conference to deal with this. Yeah. Wasn't it also like he, he saw it and there was kind of a degree of... We just want to know what it is. Okay, and let, uh, just, let, I'll, let, I'll just pick up the story here, shall I? Okay. He claimed that he had, quote, found who was responsible, end quote, and brought his aide on stage dressed in an alien costume. So in front of all the assembled reporters. God. It's just... It's so it's disrespectful. A, it's, yeah. one of the, it's one of the best press conferences you're ever likely to see, that they actually brought this dude out with the big alien head on. I've seen it. I've fingers. seen it. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. It's such, like, just a slap in the face to people who were like, I just want to know what it is. Yeah, and then it's like all those Republican voters down there yeah. are just like, finally, they're going to, like, back me up and, 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 and then oh. they just go, bitch, slap back down. I would, I would be so angry. <laughs> like, at a time before the the internet was really really wide use and this is like the ultimate troll (laughs) (laughs) like no one knows how to react to that just don't bite just don't feed the troll (laughs) three months later Symington was convicted on seven counts of bank fraud relating to defrauding his lenders as a commercial real estate developer extorting a pension fund and perjuring himself in a bankruptcy hearing. So pretty much the same thing as every other politician ever. Yeah. 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 This conviction was overturned in 1999, but there were issues with the jury and before the government could retry Symington, then President Bill Clinton pardoned him. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Over the next six years, Symington attempted to return to politics with no luck. Then, on the 10th anniversary of the Phoenix Lights, Simonton began doing the press rounds, claiming he had seen a craft of unknown origin in 1997, but had chosen not to go public at that time, and instead decided to mock those who believed in aliens. But with the benefit of hindsight, his tune changed. His tune changed completely. I'm a pilot, he said, and I know just about every machine that flies. It was bigger than anything I've ever seen. It remains a great mystery. Other people saw it. Responsible people. I don't know why people would ridicule it. So, <clears throat> let me like stop, me, let me ridicule s- this. Stop you just there, Matt. So I, I can tell by your tone of voice that you're suggesting um, <laughs> that <laughs> that that uh, the uh, the honourable mayor, honourable governor, um, governor uh, Fife Symington the was third. perhaps uh, dredging up this story and and changing his story to draw uh, political attention to himself. Uh, look, uh, uh, no, I'm not saying that uh, he is changing his story. He sh- demonstrated that he changed his story. He held a press conference. We had every opportunity to, you know, get it out there. And instead he brought his aide out dressed like an alien. But, I mean, <laughs> there's also the point that he is a state governor. He can't come out at a press conference and, like, give this whole I know what I saw spiel and turn it back on... Don't bite the, the hand. The US that Air you. Force to answer what he wants. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. one of those. It's it seems to be the common thread of, yeah, I want to say what I saw, but I mean, especially for this guy, 
who's in a pretty high powered position. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and look, you know, that's, that is potentially, that could be a thing. Um, but he did wait until like the 10th anniversary before he mentioned it. There was a lot of time before then. And then at that point, Simonson hit the UFO conference circuit as a guest speaker around this time. I was going to say it'd probably be, this is the other factor. Maybe just running a little bit short on funds. Yeah, so <laughs> you could look at it, hypothetically speaking, that he's done pretty hard. He's been booted out. He's gone through court. He's been convicted yeah, yeah. and he's actually been overturned. He's trying to get back into politics with no success. A couple mm. of years go by and then boom, 10th anniversary of the Phoenix Lights. There's suddenly a lot of interest going on it. He was, you know, there. Yeah, he yeah. has a, a, you know, a bit of profile and then boom, suddenly he's... I saw it and I'm on the UFO circuit. I don't see so. any connection. No, but like I don't. <laughs> was he... Good point, well mate. Was he apologetic? Uh, yeah, a little bit. I, w- I did watch some interviews with him and he, and he claimed he did it to... You know, because he was too much, there's too much pressure on him behind the scenes. He couldn't say yeah, anything. Yeah. I have, heard, I've, I've, I have yeah. seen that. Yeah, but you watch him in that press conference, and he's just having a ball. He yeah. is loving it. He yeah. is. Yeah. He is Absolutely. the funniest bastard around. Mm. There, like, there, there is no doubt in my mind that he was having the absolute yeah. best day in office. Yeah, and he's actually like he's he's kind of like giving the journo's there a bit of lip too. He's like, can't laugh, people. You know, this yeah, is yeah. You know, this is pretty funny. When do you see this every day? Come on, you know. Yeah. In the 21 years since it happened, assuming that we've released this podcast in 2018, <laughs> the Phoenix Lights have turned the area into something of a hotbed for ufologists who regularly hold events in the region. The Lights have also created a few minor celebrities. Frances Barwood was a Phoenix City Councilwoman at the time. Oh, yes, I and, remember this woman. And asked the city to investigate the sighting. So here's someone in a level of yep. authority who is really yep. pushing for it. As a result, she became a national media phenomenon of her own, which led to her running a failed race for Secretary of the State that saw her, that saw her fall into the UFO crowd. And there's actually a really funny article online, um, which we'll list in among the many sources, where she gives a speech at a basically at a UFO conference and is hanging out on a table of all these people who are pushing some really interesting ideas on her. So that's, that's kind of interesting. <laughs> So she's now a regular on the UFO conference scene, and in 2011, she claimed Jesus saved her her life after a car accident. Okay. Oh, well. I mean, then you just had to go and do that. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> I just you had me, you had me, and then you lost me. I uh, just reporting the facts. Why do I always go to the Jesus? <laughs> That's which that is a good story to read too. Her claims about when Jesus saved her oh, life God. after a car accident. Well, wow. awesome. Stuff. Was it like BG's Christ too? <laughs> <laughs> flowing white robe milky white skin (laughs) come my child out of the wreckage it's a pretty pretty safe bet that that's yeah hold on to my sandal I'll drag you (laughs) (laughs) this is very offensive (laughs) sorry what's wrong why how is sandals offensive um, I mean, I don't like them. I don't like them. That said something really offensive. I was worried. I was like, oh shit. I think Did I really say there. something offensive? Mm. <laughs> Jesus. Jim <clears throat> Dilatoso. I'm gonna, I guess I'm going to say his surname. If that's how it's pronounced, I don't know. Dilatoso. 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 Is another Phoenix Light celebrity. His scientific sounding assertions as a video expert for Village Labs led to him appearing in numerous docos on the lights. 
Well, there is no known footage of the earliest sightings of the, of the initial event over Prescott and Dewey. There is a decent amount uh, for the lights over Phoenix. Dilatoso claimed to have performed, quote, spectral analysis, end quote, of, of photographs and video imagery from the Phoenix sightings uh, and supposedly proven the lights could not have been produced by a man-made source. Several sources have pointed out that this is impossible to do using a photograph or a video likening to using a portrait of Abraham Lincoln to extract his DNA. Dilatoso was also... Are we saying, are we saying that that's not possible? <laughs> I mean, he's almost in the room. It's... <laughs> Dilatoso was also interviewed by the Arizona Republic newspaper in July 1997 and told about Operation Snowbird Planes, which which reported that Dilatoso was at a loss of wo- loss for words to explain. Hang on, uh, say that again, that didn't make any sense. So he was interviewed by a newspaper yeah. in July, and he spouted all his stuff about the, his spectral analysis of it, it kind of been man-made, and then yep. they brought up the whole Operation Snowbird stuff, that, and then yep. um, and he w- was unaware of any of that and was dumbfounded and speechless for a long yeah, so, time so, in the interview. So they so. kind of like, they, they sidewinded him there. Like they, <laughs> they asked, <laughs> they, By that you mean they asked him a question which yeah, he was they, unable they, they really to respond like, to. They really him there, didn't yeah. they? <laughs> yes, yes, they really teabagged him That's there. That's not fair. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> he, he didn't have a chance to prepare. <laughs> fair, fair. Another reporter digging into Delatoso found, uh, looked at his uh, claimed credentials that he had an undergraduate degree from the University of Hartford uh, and a PhD in biomedical engineering from McGill University in Montreal. It found him to have been to be a fraud, and that he had neither attended either of those colleges or either di- or didn't study any of those degrees. Yeah, but you don't really need the degree <laughs> to be able to do those things. It's like you know, being a welder. Like you don't know how to. You don't need to know how to weld. You just put uh... put a thing on a thing and, and, and melt it, right? I'm just going. Am I right? <laughs> I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. Obviously. That reporter was Tony Ortega of the Phoenix New Times, who was one of the reporters who covered the sightings at the time, so when it actually happened in March, in 1997. Ortega noted that as the months passed after the sighting of the lights, more and more, quote, more and more elaborate and ridiculous claims were made by eyewitnesses who were clearly trying to one-up each other, end quote. You called it. You called it, Brady. But it's all that always happens. See, now, uh, look... Uh, I just straight away go into okay they're probably government plants that have been placed in there <laughs> oh, God. to make sure <laughs> no, but I just do want to point out though that we we do end up we, we start with more than a dozen and we end up with 20,000 people who see this so we more than a dozen to 20,000 and as I think time goes on as this reporter points out they just the reports of them just get more and more crazy and ridiculous so just yeah. throwing that out okay in 2017 so that's last year at the, well, those of you Thanks. following along yeah, at the international I'm just, just how much help, research did you do on this so much research okay, cool. I had to look up cool. whether 2017 was the year before now great right. right. at the, at the is it? yes yeah okay cool. <laughs> the survey says God, it'd be the stupidest google search history <laughs> Was 2017 last year? I, I imagine people have actually Googled that. When was 2017? <laughs> in 2017, at the International UFO Congress in Scottsdale in Phoenix, there was a panel discussion called, quote, The Importance of the Phoenix Lights Mass UFO Sighting, end quote. 
during which several panelists claim the sighting caused a kind of temporary amnesia. Several groups of witnesses reportedly, quote, watched the lights appear and disappear over a period of time, but didn't say a word about it, end quote, and then immediately went back to whatever they had been doing prior to the sighting. You know what that is? That's the men. men in black. That's the men. Nin. Green and the nin. So okay, I have a couple of questions with this, and I've I've just put it in here because it just it begs questions. So this temporary amnesia mm. means that it's just such a great way to explain the fact that people just decided many many months years later mm. that oh no I was there. Remember how we saw those lights and just none of us said anything about it and then just went back to having a barbecue? Like- I think it's a little bit presumptuous to uh, for us as, as humans living on this planet to try <laughs> to comprehend and understand the technology of uh, civilizations from light years a- a- away, you know? So mm. uh, they've they, probably got, you know, very, very developed, highly technological ways to influence us to make us forget stuff. Right. You know, that, but only a think. certain number of people because some people reported it at the time. Well, it doesn't work all the time. You yeah, know, but mm. it's... <laughs> you know, uh, it kind of works every now and then, you know? We, we turn it on and we give it a go. And, yeah, yeah. It works 70% of the time, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ortega noted that even in the days and weeks following the event, people disagreed with each other over what they saw. Two of his colleagues at the Phoenix New Times, David Holthouse and Michael Kiefer, saw the pattern of five lights, five lights move slowly overhead. One said he perceived an object connecting the lights. The other disagreed, saying they didn't seem connected. Mm. Now, I'm just going to throw something at you here. Mm-hmm. Are you, who are you more likely to believe the person so two people are watching this at the same time and they're mm-hmm. looking at it. are you more likely to believe someone who potentially adds something into the scenario or a person who just sees the scenario and just says it as it is I don't think you can make that comparison because just, you're, you're, you're asking what two people are thinking do you know those people yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I rang them for the, no, no I didn't no I didn't yeah but, I, I, you know, I, I, there's two Okay, if you see five lights in the sky that are in close proximity and seem to be moving at the same speed, you know, you are you are automatically your brain is probably going to try to connect them in some way. Yeah. So the one the person who doesn't actually do that uh, feels to me more believable. I'm just throwing that out there now. Just because it's cold hard fact. Yeah, they're just saying I just saw five lights. I didn't see that they were connected, but someone else is going. If the, the saying they see they're connected, I think is playing into the thing your brain will do well, to I, try and connect them. I feel like the fact that I've actually seen a lot, a lot of the footage kind of tarnishes my ability to be able to answer that question correctly. Because to me, when I look at that footage of the five lights over Phoenix together, it does look like it's connected to something to me. And I'm not like an yes, avionics okay, yes, expert. But or, it, yeah, and it does look like that. But can you actually see anything connecting them? No, no, you cannot right. because okay, it is that's dark. My point. Yes. Because it is dark. Yes, right. That's my but, point. Um, but but logic would tell me that those lights that are all on the same level, they're all on the exact same level in the sky, are connected to something because mm. right. that's a, just a, what it looks like. Okay. Yeah, it's a, yeah. Yes, it's a slight leap of logic, but you are basing it on your brain wanting to connect those things, so you you do that, but you don't well, know that for a fact. It's I mean, not factually accurate to just, say they're connected. Just to kind of break the wall a bit, it feels a little bit more believable if it's just one thing and not five things flying in formation. 
Mm. Uh, yeah, so that's yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, so that's your brain trying to go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's um, uh, <laughs> I don't know. They're not. They're, yeah, they're not saying that there's five. Sorry, they're not saying there's five things that they just see it as one because they're yeah. not, not far enough apart. It well, feels I mean, too weird. The fact that we're even having this conversation and if they can look up at it and disagree whether it's connected or not. What what hind, like what opinion are we going to have? What twenty one years after the fact? Yeah, right. So this is so this is why I'm saying I err on the side of the guy who didn't see them as being connected. Yeah, yeah. Because if you're looking up into the night sky, you okay? It's black on black. Yeah. Well, like yeah. a lot of people are saying that this the, when they uh, the many people say they thought they were connected and they claimed it was like gunmetal grey or black or, or yeah. whatever. So. If you're looking up into the night sky, that's hard to differentiate. Yeah, totally. To stand yeah. out. And some people said that it sort of blacked out stars as it went over and all this kind of yeah. stuff. But I'm still, I'm still going to err on the guy saying they, they, I didn't see anything that they were connected because it's yeah. easy to say it looked like they were connected. I mm. put, it, I put it to you that uh, you just want to suck the fun out of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the other variance from pe- people who saw it at the time was that the color of the lights varied from white to red, depending on who you spoke to. And that, and some people said they were at high altitude while some said low. Now, Ortega spoke to a large number of witnesses around the time of the Phoenix lights, confirmed that there were two separate events on the night of March 13, 1997, over the skies of Arizona. The first being a triangular formation of lights seen to pass over the state as seen first in Henderson, the second being a series of nearly stationary lights seen in the Phoenix area, which were filmed by numerous onlookers. So th- this latter one, that's mm. the kind of the main sort of sighting that people talk about a lot. Ortega tracked down a young man named Mitch Stanley at the time of the first event, so the one a bit further north. Stanley and his mother were in the yard of their Scottsdale home, where Stanley had his large Dobsonian telescope set up. They watched the V pattern of lights approaching from the northwest. Shout out to Dobsonian too, by the way. Look, a uh, big thanks, fan of Dobsonian. Thanks for the hookup. Dobsonian telescopes. <laughs> if you want to want to send us down some Dobsonian telescopes, we'll look a little while after that. Uh, the best telescopes out, <laughs> Dobsonian. I would never go with the other brands. Instead, I think it's a type. I don't think it's actually a brand. Brand, to be fair, I think it's a particular type of. No, I think telescope. it's. I think it's a really interesting uh, yeah. detail. Thanks, man. Yeah. yeah. Man, see, you've I've just gone research. so far the other way. Like, I was really looking forward to a free telescope, and now you just rip it off. Stanley and his mother noticed the V pattern of lights approaching from the northwest, and Stanley aimed his telescope at them. When Stanley's mother asked, asked him what they were, he responded, quote, planes, end quote. It was plain to see, Stanley told Ortega, under the magnification... This is just the first... This is just the first event. Under the magnification of the telescope, Stanley could see each light was actually two, one on each wingtip. The planes were flying at high altitude and appeared to be slow moving from ground level. Did you record what he was seeing? Uh, no, he no, just no. told his mum. No evidence, okay. Just sounds like a real Matt Neal kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, was, I, I was in my bedroom and I was looking at my Dobsonian and uh, I could see that there was... <laughs> quote, quote, they were planes. There's no way I could have mistaken that. Fuck you guys. <laughs> and that's where my mum brought my, my sandwich oh, in God. and I remember it distinctly. I started to think that I was actually, was the only one boy who had a telescope growing up out of us three. Uh, was it a Dobsonian? I don't know. It was a very <laughs> yeah. cheap one, but I had a telescope. Yeah, I had a, really, I, I, yeah, I think I had I had a lame one that yeah, I dropped. There we like, go. I think yeah. I had a lame Fuck one. Fuck you guys. Yeah. <laughs> It was more of a kaleidoscope that changed the colours on the end, you mm. know, when you're looking at... Wow. 
Tyrion dasted early. <laughs> Quote, I'm on it now. <laughs> Quote, they were planes. There was no way I could have mistaken that, Stanley said. The next day, Stanley heard radio reports about UFOs and told a fellow amateur astronomer, Jack Jones, about the planes. Jones called both the Arizona Republic newspaper and local councilwoman, Frances Barwood, who we mentioned before, that Jesus mm-hmm. saved in the car crash. The neither da- media darling. Neither called Jones or Stanley back. When Stanley attempted to share this information at a town hall meeting on the Phoenix Lights organized by the Discovery Channel for a documentary on the incident, he was angrily shouted down by people who believed the lights were extraterrestrial in nature. Yeah, I don't know. So look, this is just the first light. This isn't even the major one that we have video footage of. This is just the first thing. There's not actually a lot of sightings about that. There is a a, a large number, but initially there was only a really small handful of... and this kid with the telescope, he's got no evidence to back up what what he claims were planes, right? He's got- no, but his evidence actually doesn't fly in the face of a lot of the of a lot of, a lot of those sightings. A lot of the sightings that were made, he his uh, information actually agrees with. Okay. <clears throat> well, it's true that no Air Force base has reclaimed responsibility for that first sighting. It's worth noting that no one checked with every Air Force base and Air Force and Operation Snowboard, Snowbird units in that corner of the US. Now there is an Air Force base in Nevada, there's at least three in Arizona, there are at least six Air Force bases in Colorado, one in Utah, one in New Mexico, and two in California. There are also roughly 43 airports and airfields in Nevada, Arizona, and California. There were no requests for radar tapes from either incident at the time from Luke Air Force Base or the, Air For- or, or the airports in Phoenix. Not from ufologists, not from reporters, and not even from Councillor Barwood, who was calling for an investigation. Mm. <clears throat> See, what? I mean, it's, it's all well and good to say that, but I mean, there might have been people trying to get that information. The government could just say, no, nobody was coming to us for that information. Of course they weren't. It's well, silly. That, okay, that's that's possible. Well, um, was yeah. this a scenario where tapes were com- confiscated? No, not that I'm aware of. What they, with a lot of this stuff, the tapes exist for like 11 days and then they get deleted because they have to get reused again. Yeah. But, so right. for, for 11 days, or, or maybe it's two weeks, but the, the tapes were there and the, the sighting, the thing happened and then no one was yeah. that interested in it enough to actually pursue to see if there was any tapes or yeah, what, yeah. what came up in the radars. Mm-hmm. As for the second batch of sightings relating to the hovering lights, they were claimed to be flares Ortega reported that, quote, KPNX TV Channel 12 reporter Blair Meeks filmed a drop of flares by military planes over the Air Force gunnery ranges southwest of Phoenix just months after the Phoenix Lights event and that the hovering lights looked remarkably like the 10 p.m. lights of March 13. The flares in question are high-intensity ones called Lu-2. They're made of either magnesium or cesium, and it's suspended by a tiny parachute, which means they take a long time to drop. They're dropped at a height, uh, if dropped at a height of 1.8 kilometers, they can be seen for about 240 kilometers. So you're dropping them pretty high up, but you can see that from, what's 240 kilometers? That's from Geelong to Warrnambool. Like yeah, from, yeah, yeah. 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 So you can see them for that far. The National Centers for Environmental Information records, records show that the wind on the night in question blowing in the direction that the lights moved that the, the wind did change direction during the event which does could potentially account for some claims that the lights altered course uh, 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 Brady from what you've seen I, I know you've seen it 
Yeah. Do you think that those look like flares to you? Like, as you understand flares, and I know you're not a flare expert, but... <laughs> I'm in just a passing interest. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just a flare dabbler. Yeah. More of a flare enthusiast. I mean, I haven't... I've, it's probably been a couple of months since I've watched it, but no, I definitely got the vibe that it was something like not a flare yeah it so, was it was a a craft yeah I, I i had the same thing and 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 like i i just think that with with flares they they sort of start from like a, a zero point and they become bright and then they burn out and and they reduce mm. but i didn't see that in the lights that i saw in the, in the footage i didn't see them start as a small light and become big they were just uh, it was just a big light the whole time well, and it just turned on like that whole thing you know, in a row the geographical sort of placement of the sightings too which is like a straight run down almost like down a highway to phoenix yeah you like i wouldn't have thought that flares would behave like that unless it was really high wind well you raise a good point uh it, would it be uh legal or lawful for the american government to be dropping these flares over the top of a city yeah um the flares i, I know magnesium burns at burns at a really really high temperature so if you're dropping this fucking magnesium yeah, basically yeah, yeah. A, a magnesium flare bomb onto the top of a city are you I'm not sorry, worried did you just call it a bomb well well it, it's it's, it's basically it's Whoa. basically a flaming ball that you're dropping out from a, a plane or whatever or a parachute or something <laughs> onto the city right just no just no it's but it, uh, are you saying that that that, mag, that magnesium burning as a flare mm. has no ability to think, ignite no, anything no. things that burn are generally hot yes that's uh, yes and they can burn things absolutely Whoa. listen to the doctor science. lawyer over here yeah <laughs> it feels like he's laying the science smack down on him, but he's not I, look if you i have watched a lot of this footage very recently and yep. you can totally you could totally argue that they're flares from watching it okay but yeah. no, I'm, I'm not i'm not i'm not um, arguing but, that point uh, but I'm just right playing, now i'm just playing I'm devil's just saying, avocado here so you know. yeah yeah look mr avocado uh with with the flares is it possible that those flares could start a fire if they hit the ground or hit a building or hit a skyscraper possibly but they okay here's the thing about them they drop them from almost two kilometers up so they are well and truly burnt out by the time they hit the ground that's and i mean of, that's like the thing. what arizona is known for its lush green vegetation yeah but... i don't think it's gonna light much on fire really but um, you know hey but st no but more to the point that if there was grass there it's dried out oh like so that, you're saying it yeah. would burn well you know i don't know i, I, don't, I, I just i just think would... that like if the american um air force are claiming that they dropped the these magnesium flares on top of the city why were they doing that and were they posing any kind of risk is that a regular thing that is done mm. in other cities as far as i know no it's not and i mean this is this is like getting into the real intense part of it but like let's say you dropped you've dropped one of these like flares over a town that's an hour and a half away by car and it's blown in a line yeah okay so I don't think these these sightings the ones that are, are like 500 kilometers away like that yeah, first yeah. sighting is is one bunch of things where they saw a bunch of planes flying over heading that way then there's a gap and there's a huge amount of distance and then we see these things that what are um, the official response is that they're that they're flares 
Yeah. So it's a different thing. And they, they're only seen over generally a small amount of area moving very slowly. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I said, so this reporter, Ortega, said the, the input of ufologists and tabloid media not only stoked the coals of the Phoenix Light story, but willfully ignored evidence reporters like him had gathered. For example, the suggestion that the first V, so the, the, mm. um, what the, was claimed to be planes, that the first that they made no sound is actually untrue. He said, I talked to witnesses in Prescott, a quieter environment, who clearly heard jet noise. He said, and so a lot of reporters apparently were just ignoring. I did, I, I did that know he, that there was some discrepancy mm. in, in casual observers saying that there was noise and there wasn't noise. Mm. So I was aware of that, yeah. He also said the claim that the first V didn't show up on a radar was untested because no ufologists were bothered to ask for the tapes from the Federal Aviation Administration. So a lot of people are claiming they didn't show up on, on well, radar, but if, no one actually has any If they did, so, they were yeah. probably summarily sh- shot in the head and... Well, well obviously, <laughs> yes. So, yeah. Yeah. so nobody really did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As for the flares... <laughs> As for the flares and the, the, the second sighting, they wouldn't have shown up on radar, radar. Hence, air traffic control telling Kurt Russell there was nothing on the radar. You don't tell Kurt Russell there's nothing on the radar. You, have some, you give something to yeah. Kurt Russell, right? Yeah, these people think they are. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to snake like that. Even the Arizona branch of the Mutual UFO Network acknowledged the hysteria around the Phoenix lights is a little over the top. Quote, do we have any evidence that this was an extraterrestrial event? No, said one MUFON reporter, investigator. Quote, we have evidence that it was an extremely bizarre event. We can't put a label on it other than it was an anomaly. He added that Arizona, the Arizona branch of the Mutual UFO Network investigated 325 UFO sightings in one year. 313 were explained and 12 were filed away as unknown. Just to back over... If this was flares, why wouldn't someone just say, "Oh yeah, that was like flares"? Yeah, so I've actually I have I have left that bit out. Uh, there was uh, they came out at one point and and said that I, I don't know why I haven't included that in here, but there was so the like official the statement made. Yeah, so Force, so yeah. just yeah, so the Air Force came out not long. So after the um, USA Today story came out. And there was more interest in it. So someone went through and dug in a bit deeper and went, okay, we were actually, we found, as I mentioned earlier on, that they said that, yes, so there was Operation Snowbird units were running in the area Mm. and that um, that, uh, what's it called? The Barry Goldwater Test Range or whatever. um, They were using that. And they, so that's where they flew over and they dropped flares in exactly that time period of when they're saying. So that information, actually, sorry, that information was released in May before the um, USA Today article ran. So that information was out there. I still haven't heard a viable reason as to why they're dropping these flares on top of the city. Like they didn't drop them over the city, but the, the test range is why like Why are they right bombing their the own city. people? Yeah. They're not, so they just they just <laughs> drop these flares. Why are they bombing their own people? What is this, Syria? <laughs> they love the smell of napalm. Are you for Syria? <laughs> I mean, the US government wouldn't do anything bad to its own people. No, God, no. I couldn't imagine them ever doing that. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. So, can you believe it? There we are. That's, that's, that's Wait, it. Sorry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's, that's it. That's it. That's We're it. done. Yeah. Pack up. Pack yeah. it up. Yeah. Lock it down. Well, I... Look, I, I really feel like you, you... You did a lot of investigation. I, I, can, I can tell that. It's apparent. Um, but you think I, I'm I, slanting I, it some way? Yeah, 
I, I think it's passing through the Matt Neal filter a little bit where it's, you know, you're trying to cut out the bullshit and you're believing the official story the whole way through. Mm. So uh, your, your, uh, your account basically depends upon the official story being correct and truthful at all times. And if there was some something that the government didn't understand or the Air Force didn't understand, they're not necessarily going to say, hey, we didn't understand what this was. You know what it was? It was flares. We were dropping them over on, on top of your city. We don't, we don't have a reason. We just fucking do crazy shit every now and then. Uh, okay, so the, why, why did they do that? So I, from, what I can, from what I've read, because you can't go out and just shoot shit on training operations, what they do is they do things like they drop flares so they can test their flying information. That's one of the things they do on drills that they run when they fly planes. They drop flares. Okay, so you just said a whole bunch of things, but it didn't. None of that really made sense. Why so, do they drop flares? They do. do they, it's, yeah. it's one of the things they, they drop do, flares because they drop flares. One of, they drop flares because that's one of the things they do when they do drills. I don't know why they do that, but it's one of the things they do. On well, drills. I feel like I'm I'm owed an explanation as to why they drop yeah, those well, flares. Yeah, yeah, call your congressman. Yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't know why they do that. That's one of the things they do. I don't know, and I don't know why. Why? So what okay, you're saying so, is that you didn't do your research properly. <laughs> what, what I'm saying, what I would say about the the way, okay, maybe the way I framed this research is because it's it's really hard when you get when you have twenty thousand accounts of things, right? Mm. There's a bunch that were that were grounded in reality that came from the time and that were released pre the hysteria that came yeah, after yeah. USA Today, and so those things all are the same and they, they fit together really well. Mm-hmm. And then there's all these other um, sightings and yeah. accounts of it yeah. that vary so wildly. Yeah. Like um, um, you, um, when we were talking the other day and you said, you know, have you seen that, um, what's the documentary called? Uh, uh, I know what I saw. I know what I saw, yeah. 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 Yep. So I rewatched that again the other night and yep. a lot of it isn't even about the Phoenix Lights, but the first bit and the end bit. So even at the very start in that doco, there's two people who saw this thing at the same time and they're giving their accounts. And mm. one of them says, you know, and the lights were in formation and they actually, they closed off. They like the, the V kind of closed down a bit and then they zoomed off. And the person standing next to it goes, did it really? Oh. And then, you know, and then they kind of come back and then he tells his version of the story and it's the same bit, but without that bit. And then it's just that it flew off and he saw five lights. Like, so, you know, there's all these people that are seeing it and it, the accounts vary so wildly and mm. they have come so far after the fact. Mm. And like it mentioned about that, this seeming one-upmanship of the sightings. Mm. Yeah, and, and like so, that's, as, as someone who's kind of interested in these weird sort of stories, that is something that you see quite regularly yeah. is that, you know, the, the first couple of reports that kind of generally... Oh, you saw Sasquatch. Yeah. I got kidnapped by Sasquatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I suck Sasquatch off. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And yeah. just, it just keeps road. going from there. Like, we snuggled a little bit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Live with him. What, what were the titties like? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but really, like, I, and I totally get that point where if you're explaining it to a friend, whatever, like that one time that you saw lights... I think there's almost the human thing to just put a bit of mayo on it. Yeah, yeah. Because just... you can't... Like, you tell that story, like, yeah, I saw these five lights and they just, like, drifted yeah. slowly across my house. Slowly past me. Cool but story, bro. All of a sudden, you put that... Yeah, and it just took off. Yeah, like, and then they were connected. Like, whoa, it took off? Yeah, yeah. Holy shit, man. Yeah. yeah. 
I don't know. Okay. Because it doesn't feel like even that, it doesn't feel like such a stretch as to like you're not saying that it like came down and no, shot you, your cat like No, you didn't get beamed up or anal throat or anything. So I, I feel like at, at this point of our conversation tonight, um, I would like to drop a bit of a bomb on on both of you. Um, a magnesium slow release. No, 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 no. Oh, I, I, uh, I just moved in here. <laughs> <laughs> you, you might not know this about me, but um, I'm actually a uh, UFO witness survivor myself. Whoa. So uh, when when I was in... Uh, feels, uh, wait a minute. Should this be just another podcast? No, 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 just, no. This, 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 this would actually this, be a really good this one. Is, this yeah. is fingers yeah. in a glove. I... Um, I, I when I was in year 12, right, I was I was hanging out um, with a bunch of guys from my football club, and I think we'd maybe had a couple of VBs. Um, you know, we were 17, 18, you know. That's, a, that's so, a type of beer for people listening in America. Yeah, yeah, VBs, Victoria Bitter. Um, and we were walking past the, uh, the football um, oval, and one of the guys I remember said, look at that up there. And I turned around, and I swear to God, I seen this huge sort of like, like orange glow, like just sort of floating in the sky. Like a flare? Like the sun? It was an orange... <laughs> the moon. <laughs> Wait, it was the moon. This, this is the problem. You see, you know, we can never tell our story without... without well, this, sorry. This is exactly... Sorry. Uh, there's an orange glow, right? Floating across in the sky. And I'm like, oh my God, look at that, everyone. And we're all sort of standing there looking at it. We're pointing at it. Well... I went home that night thinking that I had seen a UFO. Turns out three days later, uh, in the local newspaper, uh, on the front page, there, it was uh, attributed to a couple of kids um, lighting garbage bags <laughs> on fire yes. and burning it up into the I sky. That. Yes. Yeah. So my point that I'm making is that uh, when something's in the sky, it's very, you're not able to give it scale because of where it is. Mm, yeah. um, you're not able to tell how far away it is. Um, so I feel like I can understand people that are uh, mistaken in their explanations of what. So they saw. Uh, yeah, and look, I'm not, I don't, I'm not having, a, I don't want to have a go at anyone who, who believes they saw the Phoenix Lights and or that whatever their version of the story is. Uh, you know, that's that's just human nature that these things become slightly changed. Memory is unreliable. Like I'm, I'm, I've done a lot of work as a court reporter and. Getting, hearing people try and recall things in court on the record like that's where defense people pick them apart because people just don't remember things as clearly mm. as you think as, you as do as think yeah. You know, yeah yeah so all these people saying like you know it's, it's vaguely different colors there was different number of lights um, you, you, it seemed like it was really high or really low like all this stuff and, and the other thing too actually that we haven't really touched on here uh, you've seen a lot of the footage haven't you yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've watched all the footage that I could find, and none of it is conclusive, and none of it dissuades me from it being flares. I so will, I want, I want evidence. I want, I want footage that proves it's that calls that explanation into question. Yep. Yeah, okay. And I couldn't find any. I think I, 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 uh, I disagree with you, but it's almost the same side of the other coin. Like, I don't see anything in there that suggests to me that it's flares, and I don't see anything that suggests that it's UFOs. I'm not claiming that that it is that, mm. but I think it is. Some, it, it's not what the official story is. Is is what I'm saying, and I think it pro it probably was some kind of experimental aircraft that they were 
um, testing or developing right. or something like that. It's not aliens or whatever. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, no. Yeah. Well, I, I, you, you can't. You can't say. You can't say. Yeah. But from from yeah. the footage that I've seen, mm. that's not flares. I don't give a shit what you say. It's not flares. I think coming coming into. I, think, I know. Shit, what do you say? I'm gonna fight you. Fuck you. I will fight you. Last you, motherfucker. Sorry, uh, Brady. Can you believe it? What? You- well, yeah. Like, so coming into this, I like had. Pretty. You'd seen the doco. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I yeah. think I'd probably got caught up in it a little bit, but not. Probably on the same thing of like that's definitely something, probably man-made. That's just a bit weird. That is being kept under wraps for you know the reasons why they have top secret like yeah, aircraft. Yeah. You yeah. Know? But now it's. What, now, now that you've heard all this stuff? Yeah, now I'm probably more firmly rooted in that camp. Like, because, you know, you watch the doco and the whole, the alien angle is really driven. Yeah, and, and really I'd like to point out, I did, looked into that guy, I think it's James Fox, his name, yeah. that made that, um, uh, I know what I saw. And he is someone who is out there trying to prove that these things exist. Yeah, so totally. he, has yeah. A, he has an end game that he... He has a mm. goal with that doctor, and and the previous one he released called um, "Out of the Blue." I think he yeah. pro- probably argued that he's trying to reveal the truth, Matt. But, but, um. <laughs> okay, potato, potato. But, but, but yeah. like, that's, I think because I dug the whole merit that he went into. Now we're just reviewing the documentary, yeah, but yeah. he went he went into that with like, okay, I'm going to cover the mass side, like the most widely seen thing that can't be explained. Yeah, you know, it's not just like Uncle Bill and Auntie Jane out on the farm who saw this one thing and only they saw it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I I feel that like at this point we should probably just go around in a circle and say final position on 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 the actual. Uh, I I don't believe it was aliens. Okay, my my final position is I neither believe it or nor disbelieve it. I'm going to actually abstain from from this one. I feel like there's not enough what evidence. What is that? What are you, what? No, no. This is this isn't is called. Can you abstain it? You rock up. You expect to collect a paycheck for this thing <laughs> hey, that we call. Wait, can you, you believe wait, it? <laughs> yeah, I, I negotiated a deal. I've got a really good lawyer. Um, I don't think there there has been enough evidence presented to me to tell me that it that it was um, what the official story is, and I don't think there's been enough evidence, obviously, to prove that that it yeah, was aliens or otherworldly. And, look, and so to be I'm fair, going I have to... tried to give you accounts from others, from you know people what they saw, and then you know other people. But so in in, in a case like this. Um, uh, a learned man would say I'm going to err on the side of the fact that it's probably not an intergalactic civilization <laughs> so that's that's yeah, just the, 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 the logistical <laughs> well even even the UFO experts that quoted there at the end said we don't it's not necessary necessi- there's no evidence to say that if it's I was pressed to the point event. to explain what I thought it might be I would say that it would be like some kind of experimental blimp or um, Zeppelin or some kind of aircraft that the American government were testing oh, and during that it I was, was quite thinking big. I was thinking like shield there's like flying helicarrier yeah. helicarrier <laughs> yes. it's a fucking shield helicarrier <laughs> uh, do you want to know what I think or do we do you are, we already no, know we already know what I think <laughs> you've 
craftily. No, 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 no. Look, no. Let's, yeah, let's, okay. let's let's give him his his five minutes. I need to stop sofa. myself. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Matthew, would you like to tell us what you think? It's fucking flares. <laughs> <laughs> and that's enough. Uh, that's it. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thanks.